I'm Erin Lawler-Patterson, the goodness chick. I'm an addictions counselor, motivational speaker, author, and parent coach. Join me on the journey of navigating the joys and pitfalls of life, addressing parenting, giving back, mental health, addiction, and relationships. If it takes a village, then join me as one of those villagers. Villagers wanted. So today I have a guest with me, Jesse Datz. Hi. Who is super awesome. We go way back. Um, we first started working together years ago. You were an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was the SAC um, at the high school that uh, I presently still work at. And um, our paths have kind of realigned again, where Jess is now a SAC as well. Yeah. Um, Rock and the world, good times. And we actually um, went to high school together. What year we were did. you? Uh, 95. 95. I was yeah. 96. Okay. So we're throwing things back a little bit. And today, as kind of sack squared. Yeah. Okay. We're talking <laughs> about, um, the milestones that our kids hit and how important it is for us to be aware of what they're doing after them, meaning prom, graduation, junior prom, and what they used to be. It's not the same as what they are now. So, you know, Jess and I were kind of hashing back a little bit about when we, um, had our prom. Yeah. Right. Did back you go to a day. prom house back in the day? Throwback. I did. I did. And where you at? I know, like East Coasters will say, a lot of people go to the shore, go yep. to the mountains, and and I think nationwide we have a lot of kids hitting these milestones, going somewhere else than home. Yeah, right. With, with no supervision. With no supervision, and yeah. so some of these traditions that we want to talk about um, are how a lot of these kids are making decisions during these milestone weekends that have the ability to really be life altering in some really negative ways. And if we kind of, I want to focus a little bit on prom house. Sure. Yeah. So what you've seen in the past year, if you're, if we're talking to whoever the heck is listening right now and they're like prom house, what the heck are you talking about? What does that look like? So a lot of times that looks like, you know, kids all together, uh, 10 to 15 kids jammed in either, you know, a hotel room, a Mm -hmm. house, um, and just meeting there and congregating there and getting down there as fast as possible. As fast as possible after prom. And, are they drinking Diet Coke with a, you know, a burger? Not so much. Yeah. So they're, you know, partaking in different substances that, you know, maybe they're not accustomed to. Right. So. Uh, and I think with that, because it's like, well, you know, I think one of the most dangerous mentalities that we can have as adults is, well, you know what? It's like, it's their prom weekend. It's their graduation weekend. And yeah. kids are going to be kids. It's a rite at, of passage. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. I feel like if there was a drone that was like hovering yes. over the house and people saw... I think the things that we've heard about and kind of the fallout we've picked up on, I think they'd be mortified. Yeah. Right. You have, and you said 10 or 15, which I think obviously happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard up to 50 kids in the house. Absolutely. And 10 or 15 might be the ones who are staying there. Right. We're not talking about the kids who show up there. Right. And the out-of-towners and people that they run into that maybe they have no friendship with and no history or background. So it's a little bit of a scary situation at times. And and it's different from when you and I graduated where it's like, yo, we're here at this house and and we're jamming. Mm -hmm. You now throw social media into it and it's like, hey, we're at this house and we're hanging out. And it's kicked out on, you know, on Snapchat. It's sure. kicked out on this side. And now that's where all these kids are coming in. Yeah, it's on blast. And, so, and there's no adult. Right. No adult. And it's right. like where I've heard, well, we're okay at this house because I have a wristband. Mm-hmm. And that'll get me in. And there's bouncers outside. Um, and, and with that, you know, I've interacted with kids who have said, yeah, we spent two grand on alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just scary because there's just no end in sight, and it just gets bigger all and the bigger. time, and we just can't keep up with what's happening. 
And what happens when you put so many kids together who may have drank before, mm -hmm. but it's like the whole slogan, this is the best weekend of yes. my life. Yes. And that's the, you know, you want to make history and you want to have a moment with your friends and you want to have a great time. And sometimes the, the intent is there. Um, and it's pretty innocent, I guess, to a certain extreme. And then it gets kind of blown out of proportion very quickly. Like so quickly. Yeah. It's like wildfire. Yes. And you have kids where it's like they're doing shots or, mm -hmm. you know, they plugged watermelon with vodka or whatever they're doing. Yeah. And then they're, I feel like there's this naivety of like, I'm with all my people. Best they're, weekend of my life, they're right? They're going to look out for me. They're going to look out for me. And I swear it's like this playbook of every prom or graduation weekend, there's that kid who gets their stomach pumped. Mm -hmm. There's that house that has $10,000 of damage because right. it's kids gone wild yep. to the, 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 the guy or the girl who has had non-consensual, like Absolutely. they've been raped yeah. or I slept with four and a half people. And right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's I don't like, remember. I don't remember who it was and blacking out. So I feel like, what would you say to that, that parent or even like that high school kid who might be listening? Yeah. What are some solutions? Uh, you know, I just think that, you know, try to take a step back out of the moment for a minute and take a look at what could happen and, mm -hmm. and plan out, you know, kind of what are some questions we need to ask or what things do I need to look for or am I safe in these situations mm -hmm. before I even walk in rather than just going out there with the blind blinders on and not knowing what you're getting yourself into. Um, I think too many times kids jump in, you know, with both feet before, you know, taking a step to the and edge. And thinking. Yeah. And, and I talking think, about yeah. it with their friends that are going with them. Well, I, I believe in the wingman strategy. Absolutely. I right? love that idea. I mean, it's like, I, you know, I personally don't think kids should be going to the shore house, mm -hmm. but it's, if that's a decision that the parents agree with, I always say this, it's like having a plan, right. you know, and we, we, people get like really squirmish. Like, are you, are you going to drink? Well, why don't we talk about this? If it's statistically, you have all these kids are drinking so much. What happens if you drink? If you drink so you much, know, and so what's that, your plan? Right, and you know what questions are you as a parent or you as a friend worried about? Mm -hmm. um, so that way, everything's out on the table rather than you know the if the prevention is there and to be proactive rather than afterwards mm -hmm. trying to be reactive and clean it up. And um, clean right. It's know, like that, that's my worry. You know, feelings are hurt, friendships are ended, actions happen that we're not ready for, mm -hmm. um, and what do you do then? Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's too late at that point. You know, and so why do don't worry. we talk about it? Right. You know. It's like, don't drink. Well, they shouldn't be drinking. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, well, I don't really want to talk about it because I know they're going to drink. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Right? Right. I mean, those conversations have to be happening all the time with young people. Um, just so that way they're equipped with, you know, some of the strategies to say no mm -hmm. or to tap your friend on the shoulder and say, hey, I think you're out of control mm -hmm. right now. I Cut care off about person. You. Right. You know, so those things, you know, if these things are happening and we know they're happening out there and not just prom weekend, but everywhere, mm -hmm. how do we set up some of these conversations so that way they're not fake? You know, mm -hmm. they practiced, they're real. Um, just to look out for our friend's best interests and our, our yeah, kids. Yeah, I feel like kind of like role playing with right. the, you know, which sounds mm -hmm. kind of weird, but right. it's like, okay, like one of the things I threw out to, to kids a few weeks ago was like, okay, if you're somewhere and people are drinking and you see a friend of yours going somewhere mm -hmm. with someone they don't know in a back room or the woods, what are you going to do? Right. And why aren't you speaking up? Why aren't you, or this person's going to run up the road after they've had a few drinks, grab the keys. Yeah. And what's having a game, you? what's stopping you? And right. I think when we talk about it beforehand, Absolutely. it makes them stronger. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It, it just signals them that when you see that, cause you are going to see are. these things in, in life, maybe not this weekend, but when you get older, but you know, how do you become that upstander in that situation mm -hmm. where you just kind of look out for somebody past the idea of like, it's just a party. It's just this, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. This is somebody maybe you're not even friends with, but you 
see a dangerous situation happening, how can you intervene in a safe way? And being like, and that's what humanity is about. Right. And, 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 and yeah, and talking up because I think so many times our kids are staying silent because, oh my gosh, what is this person going to think of me? When we kind of reverse it to say, dude, you're saving someone's life. Right. How, how awesome is that? Right. Um, we need you. We, you need someone and someone needs you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what life's about. And I think the flip side of that we actually talked about earlier today sure. was that the, the reality of um, the Good Samaritan law. Sure. Yeah. And how talking about that with, with our kids and what is the Good Samaritan law? Right. The idea of something happens and you call the police if somebody passes out or if you see a situation, you can't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. um, so you're really looking out for the best interest of that other person. And it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You're saving somebody's life. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to have a tragedy in our hands and say, what if mm -hmm. we want to prevent it before it happens? And you're a hero. Right. And I think back, I kind of feel like when we were in high school, mm -hmm. We had that 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 chunk of years where it was heartbreaking with how many kids and I don't know if you remember your like mm -hmm. pre prom assembly where I remember somebody looking at us in the audience and saying by the time you guys graduate your your ten year reunion right. at least one of you won't be here I remember thinking like that's crazy mm -hmm. and now looking back oh my god I can't even it's so true how many kids right. ha that aren't here that countless. didn't countless yeah. and whether it was overdose mm -hmm. whether it was illness. Or whether it was, you know, accidents, but I think about all those that I do think maybe could have been prevented. Sure. You maybe saw signs of it before it eventually it, happened. Like where, where do we come up, in line? Oh yeah. my gosh, just have a voice. And, and I think we need to instill that as take a society. Yeah. Take that power back and how amazing that mm -hmm. is when you have that power. Yeah. You know, um, and I think the 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 um, the Good Samaritan law is a convo we need to have as Absolutely. people, where we you have this trend of something you know a party happens or someone somewhere we drive up to the ER we kick the person outside of the car and drive away right. or we leave them you know they, we know they drank so much we put a heavy book bag on them sure. so they don't like what it's scary because that at that point you're just trying to to clean up the mess, the and, mess. Hope, and hope for the best. Right. We don't know that it's going to turn out the best right. at that point. So what are you doing as a friend, as a peer, as, mm -hmm. as somebody present when you see something that makes your skin crawl or you see something that doesn't feel right? You know, you can't just walk away and turn your back you on You can't just people. walk away. And, and I think I'm um, flipping the tables because it's easy for us to say, do the right thing right. as an adult. As adults, do the right thing. Yeah. If you're out to eat and you mm -hmm. see somebody who's drank too much, yeah. I tell kids, I'm like, dude, if I see you and you're with your keys in your hand and you're stumbling, whether you're high or you're drunk, mm -hmm. I'm going to tackle you. Right. Right. I'm not encouraging that. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, or calling the cops or saying, you know what, dude, I'm going to call you an Uber. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we fall short of humanity because it's like, that's not really my business. It's uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And yeah. we need to become more comfortable being uncomfortable. And, and I love that phrase. I say that to kids all the time. Become uncomfortable. Um, comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. Because there are going to be situations the rest of your life rest where your you're life. called to do something. And you and you know you feel it. Mm -hmm. you, like as humans, we feel it. And it's just, you know, having the confidence to take that step. Um, and I think when you don't take that step, and I'm not going to use any last names mm -hmm. here, but I think about someone who was in your graduating mm -hmm. class and it sticks with me for the rest of my life that everybody knew he was substance involved yeah. and everybody knew he was hurting and he was such a good human being. And right. I remember him sitting next to me in English class and, and I was like, dude, and we weren't super tight. Mm -hmm. Like I'm worried about you. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm kind of, and I pressed a little bit more. He told me to mind, like, you know, leave me alone. Dude, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, God, it was a few months later. He was dead. Right. And I'm like, what too. if I said something Absolutely. and now I talk to all the people that mm -hmm. like us as adults, like, sure. God, I, I knew he was, mm -hmm. I knew. And I'm like, why didn't we do anything? Right. And, and I don't know if people. it could have changed. Yeah. Like yeah. 
is it a young person's maturity? I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as a parent now, um, you know, having those small snippets of conversations just about, you know, what do you do if this happens? What do you do if that happens? You're not saying to go, you know, you're okay with these things. You're, if this happens and you're in the situation, mm -hmm. what do you do? Scenarios. Right. And you can do that long before your kids ever even mm -hmm. think about those things. You can do that at a young age. What if situations, you know, if this happens, what are you going to do? You know, because if you have your friend right there, how are you going to help your friend? Mm -hmm. How are you going to help that person that you don't know very well? Mm -hmm. You know, you see something. They always have that phrase, if you see something, say something. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to have that empowerment back. Absolutely. It's empowerment back. But I, I also think it's kind of having a game plan with our kids. That sure. if they're in a really uncomfortable situation that they don't know what to do, it's having a code word. Right. And that code word is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's you, your kid, a word that makes no sense to anybody mm -hmm. else. But that signals to your parents that like, hey, I need you. I need right you right now. now. And no questions asked. Right. And that leaves that door open of communication mm -hmm. that kids need to know that's there. Mm -hmm. You know, your kids are not perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to be in situations maybe where we're like, oh, you know, my parents won't be happy about this. How can I reach out mm -hmm. and, you know, protect myself and other people? And maybe that opens the door to, you know, your friends with you and you get in that car with your parents and you leave that situation that you know is probably not the best for you. Right. Um, and again, no questions asked as a parent. I because if we you. ask questions, mm -hmm. then that door gets shut and right. they're not going to. And even if you don't ask questions, maybe you leave it to, hey, if you want to talk about this, I'm here. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm so proud of you for calling me when you knew that was a tough situation to be right. in. Thank you. And empowering them with yes. that. Yes. I'm proud of you for that. Mm -hmm. You know, this was a tough situation. We're not going to talk about it right now. The door's open. Right. I'm here and I care about you and I'm proud of you. And I think that empowers them. Mm -hmm. And I, it's easy to think as a parent, well, my kid won't be in this situation or I've told them this mm -hmm. and not to do. I, I think that's really, that, that that's weakening yeah. us and it's, and it's discounting that like, because things happen. Right. And so it's kind of putting that, bridging the gap to say, listen, that if you're in a situation mm -hmm. that you feel unsafe and you're uncomfortable, it's like. You know, hashtag baby puppies. Right. You know, hashtag <laughs> something. something like, mm -hmm. you know, I know lasagna mm -hmm. where it, and you could say, you know, blaming it on, you know, I, my parents are picking me up right now, man. I'm like I have to be, I'm in trouble because mm -hmm. I have to come home for dinner right. or like I didn't clean up my room mm -hmm. and, and kind of using that as a, an, as an escape route. It's an out. It's an out that mm -hmm. everything now falls on. Yeah. Us as parents, like, and that's an awesome thing. And just, that's understanding to your peers. Oh, yep. Yeah, my parents uh, the same way. Yeah, they're I always on me. Yep. And so with that, that gets them out of a situation that can be life-altering. Right, and right? it can be uncomfortable for that mm -hmm. kid, you know, to try to explain that to their friends. You don't have to explain it. You know, yeah. you, you've already had that conversation with your parents years ago. Yeah. You know, so that way, you know, you probably never needed it until that moment, and then it's there. Yeah. Boom, it's there, and your parents are there for you, and you're with your parents, and you're on the same page. Which is awesome. Yeah, safety is, is so important in this world. You know, so, and in this time of yes. age, it's scary. Yeah, too many things. Everything's changing left and right. You know, these kids are being bombarded with information all the time. Mm -hmm. And like we said, with the cell phone, there could be a quick Snapchat. Come to this place. Will you mm -hmm. show up there, not knowing yeah. that it's something bigger than you thought? Yep. And now you're stuck. And now you're stuck. And it's mm -hmm. like we just got out of a workshop where they're talking about, you know, synthetic marijuana mm -hmm. and 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 people, you know, mislabeling intentionally to hurt people, prescription pills, and all these things are that are speaking to our kids that right. they're being gosh, Lord into. And, and the more we know, uh, and the more we, we dialogue with our kids, the stronger they are. And I think the safer they are. Absolutely. It's just empowerment for everyone to just say, Hey, we're not closing our ears and we're not mm -hmm. putting our head in the sand. We're tackling everything that we, that we find. And we're just going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's safe to talk about things. It's actually safer to talk about mm -hmm. things than not to. Oh dude, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So keep the dialogue on. Absolutely. Can't hurt. Yeah. Can't hurt. Yeah. So fellow drug lady. 
Tell the drug lady. <laughs> uh, it's been real. And, and I encourage you guys, keep the dialogue going, man. And we are, it is scary to keep our eyes open. It's scary. Mm-hmm. We got to keep our eyes open. We got to keep our ears in tune and just keep on keeping on my friends. And, um, I want to say thank you for listening today. If you have questions, feel free to shoot me an email, Aaron at goodnesschick.com. And uh, also stoked to be part of the Mental Health News Radio Network, man. If you haven't Sweet. checked them out, dude, they're rock stars. And uh, wishing you a day of peace, love, and goodness. If you enjoyed today's show, I encourage you to subscribe to Goodness Chicks Podcast and pass it along to your friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great day.